This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. My name is Jesse Moore, and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Icon Leadership Podcast. Today on the show, we have an uh, author of eight inspirational books. This person has served the writing community for over the f- for last 15 years as a writing mentor and a literary coach. She was interviewed on Fox and CBS affiliate stations and featured in the Wacoan Magazine. Please welcome Miss Kanisha Griffin. Kanisha, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful, Jesse. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So tell me, man. So you've been writing books, huh? Yes, I have. All right. So tell me, tell me some tell me something about yourself besides writing these books. Yes. Okay. So um most of the time I, I love to share that um I am a wife. I'm a mom to seven children. Um, so I love to, to start there yeah. because when we start talking about many other things, most people are super surprised right, <laughs> that right. those things can, can be in motion with having a really big family. Um, but yes, mom to teens and toddlers um, at home and uh, yeah, just uh, just loving the city of Waco. So tell me, uh, tell me, so you're the founder and CEO of Create and Blossom Literary Studios. Tell me about that. Yes, so Create and Blossom is a book writing company that um, that I launched a couple of years ago. Actually, been in the publishing space for over fifteen years, and I uh, recall that just really thinking about how old my oldest son is. So he'll be sixteen in August, and I recall starting my writing and publishing journey when I was pregnant with him. <laughs> so I always dated back to to my oldest. Sure. Um, but I created uh, that company. Um, as a tool, as a resource that um, writers can use, that they can come to in order to get the help they needed to get their book completed. Right. Okay. Okay. Yes. So a coach, man, tell me about a writing coach. <laughs> tell me about the job of a writing coach. Tell me. Yes. So, you know, I, I tend to look at coaches as having a common um, something in common, right? Sure, right. With with one another. So we're here to help inspire, motivate, push, challenge, and those same um, qualities that your your sport, sports coach would yeah, have. Right. Um, I just apply the very same things um, to writers because they really um, essentially need the very same thing. They need help right. getting their content down and then right. getting their books completed. Now now so being a writer, you have to have values for your for your for your, the people that you're coaching. So tell me, you know, what important values do do you demonstrate, you know, or do you tell them to to have, you know? Yes, absolutely. So they have to be committed, right? Uh, dedicated to having their story completed or having their book finished. Right. Um, they have to um, 
put time aside. So they have to make sure that they're focused right. on their uh, specific goal of having it completed. Um, and, and they also just have to um, find that motivation, you know, in order to push through. So how do you get them to commit? Because something, you know, see, because... Because everybody wants to be an, a, a writer, you know, they have this deal. So, you know what? I, I want to be a writer. Mm-hmm. I want to be an author. So, so, but they don't have the commitment. Tell me about mm-hmm. that commitment. Absolutely. And so that is probably the greatest challenge that most aspiring authors have is committing to it, especially for the very first time. Right. Uh, Because some would look like something like book writing as um, a luxury, so to say. Many don't look at it as um, a career opportunity or at or the author life as a career opportunity. Right. And they don't see that once you start um, writing books, then right. it's a way to have residual income. It's a way to make you the authority in your business for your brand. I mean, there's sure. lots of, of benefits professionally for sure. it and, and financially. So getting them to actually commit to it is, right. is really the challenge. So it's just showing them the importance of that commitment, sure. what that could look like, how they can be committed, um, and then helping them essentially do it. So I tend to play that that part for them. Okay. So how in the world do you find time to sit down and write a book? <laughs> Good question. Is that at night, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know? Or, or, when do you have time to do this stuff? You have seven kids. I work all the time. I would love to write a book. But I, don't, I don't have any time. Tell me. So tell, how do you do this? You know, you, you just have to realistically look at your schedule. And see where can you fit in a few minutes. So you may not have a full hour. Realistically, you may have so many other things going on in your life that you don't have the time. But you may have 15-minute increments here or there to say, you know what, this is my focus time to work on this specific chapter. Or I have a writing goal, perhaps. You set goals, right? Right. I want to write so many words every day. You know, a little bit at a time will eventually give you your full book. Right. So, t- so look, this new AI stuff that came out, man. So I'm look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just telling the AI, hey, look, I want to write a book about a little boy that was adopted, or you know, something like that. And they're gonna come up with a whole story. That's my life. Right. That's my life. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. You know. You know. So I think I might try that. You know. Well. It might work. Hey, before they put all these stipulations on the AI stuff, you know. Yeah, because they're they're probably coming, and so you know, you can use artificial intelligence now yeah. for, in in so many areas, and right. not that it's bad. Right. I I just would use it cautiously. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and then still make it your own. So you still want to have your own unique voice you right. know, in there. You don't want to sound computer generated. Right. You know? <laughs> so so do you have a bunch of writers in a class or, or you know, what? Do you know, you have, you, you, how do you do that? Yeah, so I actually uh, do a little bit of both. So I have writing coaches that I am training sure. that have joined my team to work with me with new clients that come in. Um, but I actually am getting ready to start teaching at McLennan Community College. And okay. so I'll be teaching book publishing one-on-one, of course, there that I'm super excited about. It starts next month. Sure. Yeah, so I'll be teaching it in classrooms, but I also just have done lots of workshops over the years right? and uh, where I get to teach you know this, this knowledge I've gained uh, to them. Tell me about these workshops. Now, look. Yeah. So do you, when you go in and you do these workshops, man, and you do these seminars and stuff like that, do you ever feel like you reach the people or do you feel, or do you, sometimes you feel like, man, that was kind of hard. It was, it was really hard for me to pull anything out of these people. So 
Tell me about that. Yeah, so I, I think I've experienced um, a little bit of both okay. um, in yeah. my career, yeah, of yeah. course. Um, I, I have had the classrooms full of people so interested and so intrigued. Right. I think because what I do is so uh, specific to writers. And so if you sign up for my workshop, it's sure. because you want to know sure. the information. Right. Um, but I have had people attend workshops before, um, ask some really interesting questions, just unsure, not really know what they want to do, but just showed up. And um, then I have had I've had some that, that's quiet as a mouse, and so you kind of work a little bit to get some participation there. <laughs> right, you got to pull it out of them, you right? Do. Look, yes. I, you'd be like, I don't know what you want to write about. Only you know what inspires you. That's true. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So yeah. tell me, man, how can a, a writing coach fail? Oh, how can you fail? You know, by not being um, accountable to your own actions, I think maybe that's one way. Oh, wow. Uh, by forgetting, you know, your purpose and what you're there for, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I think one thing that I encourage my uh, new team members with is this, right? We're here to serve people that... Uh, really want to write their books, but they're having challenges with it. And this right. is why they come to us for help. So we're here to help them. Right. We're, you know, some people come to us and say, you know, I have a book, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm not famous. Right. I don't, who's going to read my book? Right? right. They have a lot of self-doubt. Right. They, right. they have a lot of concerns. So we're here to help coach them through those concerns right. and still move forward and help them see the benefit and the value of their message and how it is going to help others and how they will build an audience. Right. My father-in-law uh, wrote a book. Uh, it was named, uh, Was She Crying For Me? Wow. And man, you know, I haven't got through the whole book, but it's very inspiring. It's like a little mystery type of deal, you know. Okay. So, you know, shout out to my father-in-law right there. there you, you go. know, <laughs> you know. Gotta, I mean, <laughs> right, <it>. right. <laughs> so tell me, so, so, so you have this. So, man, so you're training coaches, mm -hmm. people to be coaches, right? Yes. So tell me, so how do you get them to buy in on what you believe, the coaches now, because you got to get them to buy in for them to sell it to others. So how do you do that? And you, you know, honestly, I really didn't have to, to work very hard to do that. Okay. I think because uh, those that have joined my team so right. far have followed me along this 15-year journey. Right. Many of them watched my kids grow, you know, right, grow right. up from stage to stage. Absolutely. Um, so they... They, they know me, and they know me as a professional, um, as a leader in this area, and they trust my vision for it. Right. And so I think as long as they can see my vision and see my actions and my behavior right. and how I am helping and communicating, then right. they'll you know, they, they want to be a part of that. And so it's it's sweet to see them want to hop on board because right. they trust the vision that they see. So the group that you, you, you coach, so you, you've you found them. They didn't find you. Uh, they, uh, they found it, me. They yeah. found you? Okay, they, okay. They did. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Yeah, because if you got somebody that's it's just like, if they found you, that means they, they want something. Yes. They want to learn how to do something. You know, exactly. they want to learn. But if you go out there and find them, you you feel like, man, you know, I'm just asking them to do it. It's hard. It it's, is hard. It's hard, man, yeah. to find somebody that, that, that has the same ideas that you have, mm -hmm. you know, on the, without trying to run your company. Exactly. Without trying to run your company. Look, hey, I'm the CEO of the company. Hey, we're going to do it my way. If I make a mistake, that's on me. Right. You know, exactly. I have to learn. I have to learn. That's right. Right, right. So tell me tell me about uh, your book, uh, uh, Simply Wisdom. Yes. Okay, so that was my, wow, that was my first devotional. I wrote that one. So I actually created this book based off of um, 
blog content that I had written right. in the beginning. So that that's a really important part of my writing journey because I wasn't sure what to do with my very first book, how to do it. And so what, what I did was surround myself with other authors that had done this thing for a very long time. Right. I started blogging regularly, which is something that I encourage others to do, you know, create a website, have a blog and post something there consistently. Right. Well, I did that for a while consistently and build an audience and people were extremely interested in the content. So I decided to compile that content into a book. Sure. And sure. so it was really, really that simple. I've seen others do the same use the same formula and create really great books and so that's one way I actually encourage writers now you know if they don't feel like they can just sit in front of a word document well just create a blog on WordPress or something you know and and start writing those things that are on your heart or whatever that message is that you want to share or that story you want to tell and then once you create enough of those then you'll have enough content for a book or at least something to start with so you take your blog and make a book out of you can you can I'll be there go I I have, listen, and and this is the coolest thing ever. I actually have a client who used Facebook post. Really? To create a book. Yes. Wow. Facebook post. Okay. Posted every day, had so much content that he was able to use. And so sometimes it might just start as a frame, right? Right. It's the framework. And you can always go in and add to it and expound on some of those areas. But it's a start. Right, right. Yeah. So I start. I may start blogging on what I, you know how I do at work sometimes because I'm sure that's a good book right you there. You should. Minus the curse words. I'm just kidding. I'm just Don't kidding. Have those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Nate, Nady, and, and and Zoe. Yes, <laughs> Nady, yes. So, Natty and Zoe. Natty and Zoe. Yes. So tell me. So this. The Best Adventure Award? Yes. Tell me about it. You got to that is actually that. a book that will be releasing this year. So that's Praise a children's book. I'm so excited about that. It's about my two daughters. Natalina is her name. We call her Natty. Right, okay. And Zoe. And so they are 14 months apart. And so they are busy little toddlers right now. They right. are um, three and four. And they are busy. When I tell you, every single day is an adventure, literally with them. I got it. And I so got if you know toddlers, you, you know what I right. mean. I'm sure you understand. Right. And so I decided you know what why don't I create a really fun story or possibly a series sure, based off sure. their little adventures right, you know right. and why have not? sweet little lessons attached right. to it right. and so that's what I did so right. this one is about two girls who are very different in which they are um, but they they're both also very competitive little girls and right. I see that in them already which is the coolest thing to see right I got it I got it so, yeah. so I'll tell you uh, <laughs> I had a little grandson I had to keep one of my grandboys uh, my grandson's uh, Sunday yeah. uh, Man, golly, I was so tired. So, I mean, <laughs> he's two. And I was like, oh, man. Yes. It, it, it took everything out. But he was the sweetest little baby. Oh, yeah, he did good. He did. I think I did good, too. I'm sure yeah, you did. My wife had to work and everything. Oh. I was by myself. Oh, man. So you have so you have a, a lot of so people that's on your team. How often do you meet with your team, you know? So we are, are currently trying to meet at least once a week. Sure, um, sure. I, I don't want to overwhelm them with, got oh, it. we got to meet every day for hours. You know, I yeah. just, I don't want it to be a headache sure. for them. Yeah. I want I want them to just thrive sure. creatively sure. and not stress so much about needing to meet with me. Right. But I do think it's important to have a little time set aside when you can, you know, kind of throughout, right. like, well, once a week. But yeah. 
just to talk a little bit about those goals that we're, right. that we're setting, you know, um, for the team right. um, and just for myself to be available to them to answer any questions that they have and right. discuss any challenges that they're working through. I got it. Yeah. So, man, the meetings are, are overrated. You know, you got, yeah. I was like, man, you have a meeting to find out when we're going to have a meeting. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Some of these meetings that we hold, that we have are, 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 we don't get anything solved. You know, I like to go down. Hey, so this is on the agenda. All right, we talk, want to talk about it, and we got. If it's a problem, we're gonna solve the problem. We ain't gonna leave here until we solve the problem. Yes. Okay, you know, yeah. and that's it, man. Sometimes you leave a, just as confused. It's true. <laughs> you leave out the meeting confused as you were when you went in. Right. What's really going on? You know. Yes. So, <laughs> man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. I'm, I'm serious, man. Church meetings are the worst. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Church meetings too. are the worst. I'll be the first one, man. You don't get nothing planned, <laughs> man. Look, man, ain't got no food. You know. <laughs> Man, I'm tired. Some snacks, some snacks or something, you know. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So anyway, you know, my meetings, you know, at work, I have man, you know, hey, I have my agenda. You know, everybody say what they want to say. You know, hey, bam, you know, I have some snacks, make everybody happy before I have to tell them. You know, I got to do if yeah. I giving them bad news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then they Sorry. feel like they're they feel like they've been set up. What right. the heck? I thought we were having a good meeting. Got candies and cheese and crackers. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. no, I'm yeah. set up. <laughs> set them up. I'm like, all right, I need everybody to come in on time. This is the last time I'm talking to y'all. This is it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so man, how do you how do you keep your team motivated? You know. You know, I that's a good question because. I'm actually super thankful that the people who are part of my team just so far they, they seem to naturally be motivated. So right. I don't know that with mine right now that I've experienced a lack of motivation so sure. much. Okay. Maybe sometimes a little um discouragement if, oh. if things are not maybe moving like sure. really fast in sure. terms of new clients because we get people interested and then some people kind of change their minds and then we go some people are like not yet or you know they kind of do that mm -hmm. almost cat and mouse kind of a thing like yeah I'm here but no I, I don't know so sometimes it's encouraging them through those tough moments when it doesn't look like right you know everything is perfect right you know? right so we we definitely walk through that but uh so far they they're still they're super excited about what they do they're also sure. authors and so have their own right. careers as authors so it's just exciting place yeah. to create sometimes you know it, it you know even running a podcast you know doing a podcast sometimes you know you you look at man we don't get another you know speaker another guest you know and you mm -hmm. think man it's, it's a million people five hundred thousand people you know yeah. just around in my area you know what i'm talking about i can't get one person to talk yeah. Man, I know dang well. Somebody can talk around somebody. him. Yeah, you know, they're like, nah, I ain't going to do good on him. Man, dude, what you talking about? Right. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, you know. Nah, <laughs> man, you might be trying to set me up. I work for Walmart. <laughs> you might be trying to set me yeah, up, man. I ain't getting fired you, today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, dude, you working for Walmart, man. What, what can I ask you? You know, hey, man, just going to ask you about, you know, customers. You know, right. stuff like that. That's it. Right. You know, but anyway, hey, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yes. I get it. I get it. So how do you? set an example for your people yeah wow that's important I, man yeah it, it truly is you know i try so hard to to be a woman of integrity sure. to not only um so i i don't 
like the idea of be one way around your team, be another way around your family, be another way around your friends. Right. I feel be who you are right. like, around everyone. Right. And I think that means being really consistent in sure. who you are. So right. one, I'm a Christian woman. And right. two, um, because of that, because of my values there and those principles that I believe in, I hold firm to that and carry that in everything sure. that I do and sure. everywhere that I go. Sure. So, you know, I'm going to always encourage, you know, in those areas, um, especially for, you know, especially for my team, because, right. you know, how they see what they see me model is going to affect their own behavior and sure. how they, you know, sure, absolutely. They do with clients that come in. And I want us all to be on the same sure. page. Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you have to if you show professionalism. Yeah. They will do the same thing. You have That's to right. be the catalyst. This is your, it's not only, you understand, it's not only your business, yeah. but it's, it's it's your duty. That's right. It's your duty. That's that's our duty. You know, you said one thing that was very important. You say that you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's our duty mm -hmm. to do what's right, to act right. You know what I'm saying? And that's so right. if they see you acting right, you know, you're, you're a catalyst. You're being hey, professional. Hey, that's my boss. That my boss is carrying herself ladylike. And guess mm -hmm. what? I'm gonna carry myself like that. That's right. Because yeah. what happens is, man, man, it, it the, the the fruit falls, you know, from the tree. If That's you're right. if if you're not acting, you know, professional, yeah. they're gonna be on the phone hanging up on people. I'm I'm seeing it. Yes, so I'm saying, you know, and so yeah, so man, so it it depends. You you have to set the tone for the whole department. I 100 percent agree with right. that. And then I look at it also. I have interns too, so right. I have my. Uh, coaches, and then I have um, a production manager, but I also have new interns, and these are young college students. Yeah, uh, one pursuing her master's sure. in strategic communication, another one sure. pursuing her degree in English or undergrad in English, and so they came to me so ready and interested because they wanted to work in this in, in the publishing field right. and get some experience here. But I have to model some like professionalism sure. and be accountable to my own actions and behavior for right. them, right? You know, because I want them to see a right. A woman walking in integrity, very professional, sure, handling sure. herself well, right. regardless right. of the situation. Right, right, right. Communication. Yeah. Communication is, man, look, that's one of the things that we all struggle with. Yeah. How do you communicate with your team? Oh, wow. So. I mean, because, you know, sometimes, you know, because yeah. if you're texting somebody, man, sometimes you come across kind of yeah. wrong. If you email it, you know, mm -hmm. it comes across. But when you call and talk to them, it's totally yes. different. They can understand your tone. It is. You know, and so they'll know, like, yeah. you know, hey, it's all about the way you say something. Absolutely. You know, the tone. You know. Yes. So tell me, how, what, how do you communicate with your team? And, yes. But tell me about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, you know, it's I'm a phone call away. One, oh, yeah. they know I am I am available. Sure. Um, I express that to everyone, especially as a part of my team. Please call me anytime. Right. You know, like if there's anything I can help with, if you're having some challenges, I 100% I agree with you. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of texting through everything. I sure. prefer to have a phone conversation, but sure. I also love the fact that we can Zoom chat for a yeah. few minutes. I have people that, hey, can you hop on Zoom for a second? Yeah. So, and I'm like, yeah. And even though it's a computer screen that yeah. we're looking right. at, right? Sure. But still, they just feel more comfortable knowing that you can look in someone's eyes and see yeah. the smile, you know, yeah, and, absolutely. and see them like laugh at the joke that they made, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. It still feels a little bit more personal. Sure, sure. Yeah. Have you ever had to deliver bad news to your team? 
I have not, not good. yet. That's good. Yeah, That's so good. I think I think we're still a little new in the game with that yeah. one. I'm hoping that we wouldn't have to right. soon, but right. yeah, right. no, I not with them. Well, that's yeah, that's really. a rough thing, but you know, yeah. you know, you know, you're, I, I've been there, I, I've been there, you know. But it's it's you feel bad, you know, uh, you feel bad just like they feel bad, that's you, right. you know. But when great things happen to your team, you know, hey man, that, that makes you feel good, you know. Hey man, we did this together. That's right. You know, we have to stay humble. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because hey, you're only good as your team is. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, competition. Yeah. Co- what about? Tell me about the competition. You know, because you got a bunch of writers. I do. You got a bunch of. You know, you. I, mean, I, I know. Is competition healthy? I think. I think yes. I yes. think you can have um, healthy, healthy competition, and this this is a new thing that we actually will be uh, chatting about here soon. So I oh, haven't, okay. haven't really gotten a whole lot into it yet, but I do think that it, it's good to have a good, fun um, moment, but nothing that would create. Um, any kind of ill feelings or sure. make any, anyone fall. I, I think it's good to be super strong in your abilities and what you can do right. and to shoot for some really great goals. So if we were to say, hey, you know, this is the goal for the week and let's do a little competition with this thing yeah. and see, yeah. you know. Yeah, right, right, um, right. Then, you know, I, I think I think that's okay, and I think it'll drive. I think it actually could deliver some great results right. that competing can. Um, but again, with, with caution and care, sure, right, sure, and sure. Uh, never to be nasty, to be to, to continue to uphold integrity, of course, sure. in all things. Right, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So tell me this: you got a lot of books out there. Yes, got a lot of critics. Yeah, do you? Do I? Yeah. Uh, wow. I'm trying to see if I've ever had any um, bad reviews or. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have not had any bad or negative reviews sure. from anyone, from any of the books that I have created. Um, I have had, though, um, over this 15 years, I have had some good, I think, needed criticism. Sure, right. And that I, that I can take, right. that, well, that I did take and hold to grow from. So I think, you know, everything won't be uh, flowers and yeah, candy. Right, you right, know what I mean? As right. much as we want it to be, it just won't be that way. You'll have right. the critics. And sure, you'll have, sure. But it's what we do with that that really matters. Sure. Right? So, so you have people, you know, and, and you have people, you have these books out, you know, and you're like, you know, hey, I got these books. You know, you just like, yeah, go grab a book, you know, and you want to promote your books, you know. And then some people seem like they just ain't even interested in my book. You know what I'm saying? That kind of like ticks me off, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, man, man. <laughs> well, shout out to my father in law again, man. You hang in there, man. Yeah, hang in we love there. your book, man. Yes, <laughs> yeah, me too. Hang that's in right. There. And, uh, and my podcast. You ain't got to listen to my podcast if you don't want to. <laughs> Uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I ain't. I'm just playing. <laughs> tell me about. Uh, tell me about uh, diversity, man. Diversity. Yeah. What does diversity mean to you? Wow, and so that's to me. It's respecting that we're all different, sure, and we can all still play together. Right, absolutely. <laughs> it's really as simple as as that for me. Yeah, um, right. I, my team is diverse sure. culturally. Yeah. my team is diverse. Uh, my clients are. Um, I don't pursue one type of client. Right, yeah. I'm here and available for everyone. Man, you selling yourself short. You truly are. 
You truly are. You're selling yourself short when you're just you know trying to focus on one client. That's right. Man, there's all kind of people out there. I'm man. telling you, it's true. I I am not a huge fan of that. I don't. No. Um, I heard another uh, another artist say this once uh, that about something else, another subject. But they say I don't subscribe to that campaign. Yeah. And I just love that. I I, ho- I heard that years ago. Yeah, and yeah. so ever since I said, you know what, I'm going to start saying that when it's trendy or other people following along certain things. Oh, well, I'm not a follower. That's right. the first thing. My mama right. taught me not to be a follower, right. to be a leader. So Absolutely. That's been, Absolutely. <laughs> I grew up with that. Right. Right. Uh, so that's in me. And that's what I'm teaching my children. Um, but I, if it's Things like that, I don't subscribe to that kind of campaign. Yeah, I don't. Absolutely. Right? I absolutely. think very differently. I love sure. everyone. Absolutely. And I'm here to help serve anyone. Absolutely. So I had I had uh, a guest on the show. His name was uh, Andre Wikens. And uh, Andre was saying, hey, we grew up together, playing together. You know, we was eating at each other's house, you know. And now all of a sudden, once we get grown, we act like we don't know one another. I know. Yeah. It's just know. rough. You know, yes. man, okay, why can't we just all get along? <laughs> my, my boy Rod, why I, we just I, all can't get along? Yeah. Okay, you might be Democrat, mm-hmm. I might be Republican, or whatever the case may be, but we're right. still friends. That's right. We're friends. Right. We're, I mean, but I mean, it, some people won't even speak to you at work because of, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, uh, your, your party affiliation, yeah. you know, and that's just bad. It is. That's just bad. Who cares, yeah. man? We don't care, man. You know, I just feel like, man, yeah, yeah it's I whatever. I don't, I don't really care. I believe in one God anyway, yes, because exactly. it doesn't matter. You can, whatever, you can raise taxes up, whatever you want to do <laughs> and whatever, man. But you know, yeah. God take care of me exactly. and my family. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, it's a, Agreeing to disagree is just right. a lost art. Most people nowadays don't quite know how to do that. Right, right, yeah. right. How do we better educate people on diversity and inclusion? I think, one, I think just operating in that, right? Sure, so right. Not, not only, it sounds good, right, on the mic, right? I love everyone, but right. let, let me demonstrate that. Let me show that in what I do. Let me model that. That, that know, right there. In yeah. my behavior, yeah, right? That and, right there. And not just professionally, but outside right. of profession, you know, outside right. of work. You right. know, what about in my life? Right. You know, how am I in my life right. when it comes to people in my right. life? You know, do I right. practice that there or or not, right. you know what I mean? So in, in every way, and that's again goes back to the kind of be who you are sure. all the time, sure. you know. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna write a book on diversity? Uh, maybe I should. There you go, little small <laughs> children's book, because that's where it all starts at, right there. It does start there. That's right, absolutely. Because kids see no color; they it, just see friends. They don't, right? They just see friends. That's Somebody, right. And they just want to suck on each other's sucker. That's <laughs> all they want to do. And that's eat each other's chips. Eat about a chip and drink out, <laughs> drink out their milk. Can I have some of that? Sure, you know, slob. And spit. <laughs> that's all they want to do. That's they all. just want to play. That's all they want. That's all they want. And anything else is being taught to right. them. Right, absolutely, yes. absolutely. So tell me, uh, do you have a mentor? Uh, you know what? I actually, I'm so glad you said that because I didn't know that um, Small Business Administration has like this mentorship program. Mm-hmm. I think it's called SCORE. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I ended up uh, finding out about that through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, actually get a mentor there. Now I have other mentors, writers that I've sure. known for many years right, uh, right. before I started. And so I always consider them really great mentors, of course, um, really great sure. people outside of work right. that I consider mentors for sure. me. Um, but professionally, yes, they are sure. amazing. Right. I highly recommend yeah. it. Who inspires you? Inspires me? Yeah. 
Oh, man. I, uh, that's a good question. So many people. I think first I, I look to my parents yeah. as, like, you yeah. know, people that super inspires me because they, they've just pressed on through so much, right. you know, over time right. and still right. just remain right. steadfast. Right. So that word steadfast has just been on my mind lately. Sure. And I just right. rather remain steadfast. And right. you look at those that have been strong and persevere, you know, right. over the years. Absolutely. And, um, and that is certainly inspiring for me. Now, if I recall, your parents are from Louisiana, though, right? They are New Orleans. Man, there it is. Who, there it is. Who that? Yeah, all right. All right. There you go. All right. All right. Okay. Good, 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 That's good. That's my hometown. That's my hometown. All yeah. right. There ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, girl. Yes, I tell you one thing. It's so great to have you on my show. Oh, you know, I really you. appreciate it. You know, uh, I wish you the best. Thank and you. Uh, you can come back at any time. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. Let's do it. All right. That's all, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Icon Leadership Podcast. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at roguemedianetwork.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website, which is iconleadership.org.